Deuce and more. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. They tell you what they know. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. The podcast that you know. Welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast, recording this late on a Wednesday night after the Kings get an epic comeback win over the shorthanded Denver Nuggets. They went 127 to 126. It was ugly in the first half, but man, was it beautiful in the second half, especially in that fourth quarter. Sabonis misses one game with the thumb injury. He comes back. He was huge. Fox was huge. Monk was huge. Jokic battled. The Nuggets were tough, even without Jamal Murray, Bruce Brown, and Aaron Gordon. But the Kings on the second night of a back-to-back had the place rocking, and they beat the Denver Nuggets tonight. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Mo? Fantastic. That was a an elite recap within 20 seconds of the intro. So well done. So I try to do at the start, you know, recap, boom, punch yeah. them, and let's, yeah. let's get the Like, here's your tease for the show. This is what it is, because that was effing awesome. We got to go over the highs and lows of this game. We'll talk to the people here from some of the parties involved in tonight's game. But yeah, I mean, the Kings needed a win last night. We were pretty down about how they close the game, but also realistic about, hey, they took on a pretty good Denver Nuggets team, right? A Denver Nuggets team that has been rolling, playing some good basketball. They're without Sabonis. Headed in tonight, you're wondering, is Sabonis going to play? Not only did Demonis Sabonis play, but the fact that we spent 15 minutes last night discussing, but how is he going to look? I mean, it's one thing if he plays, but is he going to be able to... (sighs) Is he going to be the same? I hate us. This guy's a freak. This guy's a freak. And talking freak. to some people before the game, they're like, he's one of the toughest players you'll ever meet in the league. There's a lot of guys around the league that that injury happens. They sit out. Yeah. This guy missed one game. His hands wrapped up and he goes toe to toe with the MVP, the two-time MVP. And he was awesome tonight. A season high in points for Demonis Sabonis. The guy's a dog. 31 points, 10 rebounds, 5 dimes, 12 of 18 shooting. He played 38 minutes tonight, Morgan. Yeah, we went into a little dark mode last night. And I think when you talk about dark mode, you just have to be realistic, right? Like, okay, he's a lot of the King's identity. I mean, I was listening to national podcasts and and watching national shows. And everyone was talking about it as well. Like, oh, well, what will this Kings do without Sabonis? He says, F all of you, I'm coming back after I just broke my thumb and I'm going to have a monster game like this. What a response, not only from him battling through this injury, but from this entire squad. Because I know later on we're going to talk about the flaws in this game because, yes, absolutely, there were a lot. But I was telling Deuce before we jumped on the pod, though, it's about how you respond to the flaws. And it's not only how they responded from last night's loss, because obviously it wasn't great in the first half of this one, but it's how they responded to even their first half of this game and found a way, the will, to win this one. Yeah, they improved to 18-15 and on the season with the win. And really, the second half was much better. Sacramento outscored the Nuggets 65-51 in the second half. That's after a first half in which they gave up 75 points and were outscored 75-62. So a much better job in the second half. But when you look at the fourth quarter, crunch time, how's it going to go? The Kings not only outscored the Nuggets in that quarter, 
Fox and Sabonis outscored the Denver Nuggets in the fourth quarter. Oh, my God. Which is pretty amazing. The fourth quarter numbers, Fox and Sabonis combined for 23. De'Aaron Fox had 15 points in the fourth quarter on six of seven shooting. Sabonis chipped in eight points on three of three. Sacramento shot 72% in the fourth quarter, while Denver was 7 of 18 for 39%. Deuce, though, if... You had, we could play that game. If you had told me coming into tonight's podcast, okay. hey, Morgan, the Denver Nuggets, uh, Jokic scored, finished with 40 points. Yeah. Um, and the team shot 44% from three point land and 57% from the field. I would have probably been like, oh shit, like they, they got the W. They got yeah. the W. Amazing amazing that that's the way that they closed out the fourth quarter contesting shots making guys lives much more difficult sure fall, shots some shots weren't falling you saw uh late in that one Jokic had one in the paint that was usually just automatic for him but again it was the king's defense doing a much better job with their intensity disrupting shots disrupting the ball handler's vision davion mitchell just amazing. Yeah, and for the first time in franchise history, they had three players score 30 or more in a game. We mentioned Sabonis's monster game with 31. Fox had 31 in 13 dimes. And then you had Malik Monk, who has been in a major funk really over the last 10 games. He was huge off the bench. 33 points, including the huge play late where he drove baseline, draws a foul, goes to the line, Misses the first one, makes the second one to put the Kings up for good. Well, I loved whatever that sideline out-of-bounds play was for him to get that first step on the baseline, on the defender, and try and go up strong. I thought at first they were going to just call a strip. I'm glad that they ended up calling it a foul right away, shoving him to the free throw line with .7 left in the entire game. Um, when he missed that first free throw... um. My heart hurt a little bit. Did yours? Yes, it did. But then it, it hurt <laughs> even more when I saw the look that Jokic got at the end. I'm thinking, is that going in? Yeah, that was. No, it was pretty insane. Morgan, I think the game, there there were so many things that happened in that fourth quarter. One, Sabonis <laughs> just kept them in, in this game because he was a monster tonight. Yeah. And Sabonis showed today why there is no disputing the guy's an all-star. He is the best guy on the team. It's by far. And when you have a guy that is willing to play with the injury he has, yeah. and not only willing to play that play that well, dude, I'm sorry. The rest of the guys instantly respect that. If you can't get behind that, if that doesn't fire you up in the locker room, then nothing will. It's contagious, right? The guy is a leader. He, and tonight, super vocal. Jordy, for, uh, Jordy said before the game, we got to push tonight. We got to make sure we're really pushing the pace. And Sabonis was totally the whole time keeping his guys engaged. Like, let's go. Instructing everybody. He is such an important piece, obviously, to this team. But vocally, he is so important, That's too. That's it. You, you talk about instructing everybody. Sometimes it's with body language. Sometimes it's with um, a play, a possession. Other times, it's with his voice. And I just think what he's done as a vocal leader for this team is what every team in the NBA 
could possibly wish for. You know, in grabbing 10 rebounds, you know, that's a lot of him pushing the ball up, whatever it is, whether it's with the pass, whether it's um, him with the ball pushing it up. He also finished with those five assists. But I love to see it, though, because De'Aaron Fox, then the point guard, Mm. who also was pushing the ball up a lot tonight, they had 21 fast break points as a squad, ended with 13 assists. Just dropping dimes, finding his guys, collapsing defenses to pay so much attention to him because he is such a threat when he has the ball right now. De'Aaron Fox did not score in the first quarter. He got it going a little bit in the second, but the Kings were having defensive issues. We'll detail those later on in the show. He was a monster tonight, and it was a great bounce back for him. It was a great bounce back for Malik Monk, who after the game last night tweeted out, I got to be better, my bad, Sacktown. Malik Monk was a lot better tonight. He definitely had some plays that were chaotic. Yeah. And some turnovers that were frustrating, but what, he was huge. And then after the game, Kevin Herter retweets that tonight and says, he spoke it, killer, in all caps. <laughs> and what I love about that is Kevin Herter tonight only plays 17 minutes. Yeah. He's not grumpy. You no. wanted to get the win. They got a good team uh, that really buys in. I do want to get to one more point unless you have something going. No, no, get to your other point because then I want to get to something within the fourth about yes. Aaron Fox and his clutch moments. Well, let's go to Fox because that's kind of where I was okay. going. And this is a credit to De'Aaron and it's a credit to, a credit to Jordy Fernandez. I thought in the first half, not only did the Kings get destroyed, they were making defensive issues. But Jordy's rotations, oh. he was subbing guys out left and right. I mean, we saw seven different lineups, I think, in the second quarter. It was too much. We mentioned this last night. Let, you got to let guys cook a little bit, especially when they're going. Fox needs to marinate a little bit. He needs to get out there. You can't just be playing six minutes, come out, come back in. Let him play a while. And I get when it's your coaching style to have a short leash, but at the same time, we, we've we seen this team and right. that you got to let people cook, right? You, you have to go by feel sure. sometimes, right? And tonight, I'm giving Jordy a lot of love because in that fourth quarter, Deer and Fox came in, let's rewind, 205 left in the third. Jordy goes to take him out at the 805 mark of the fourth quarter. And I was watching. I'm like, let's see how this goes. He was going to bring in Mitchell and Herter into the game and take out Fox and KZ. De'Aaron's looking at Jordy like, no. He said something to Jordy, and Jordy changes his mind. Hell yes. Hell yes. Ends up going with Fox, Mitchell, Herter, Lyles, and Sabonis. So he puts Herter still in the game. They end up taking Monk and KZ out of the game. Mm -hmm. So that was huge. And then Fox ends up playing pretty much the rest of the game. He came out with 27.8 when they went like offense defense at the end of the game, which is a smart play by Jordy. But he ends up pretty much playing from the 205 mark of the third quarter to the end of the game. Hell yeah. And it was an exhaustion. The guy carried the team. Let your best guys play. Fox wanted that moment. He was competitive. He wanted to respond after how he finished that game last night, and he responded in a big way. Credit to Fox. Credit to Jordy for that. And he was capable of that moment, right? I mean, how many times do you see guys around the NBA and you're talking about the amount of minutes that they played and they're the best players on these squads? Um, 
it needs to happen. It's like you can worry about the postseason once you get to a postseason ever. It's been 16 years. And I think the mentality for this squad really does need to be the best players need to be playing on the floor. Uh, for De'Aaron Fox, though, in that fourth quarter, one of my favorite moments was I forget how the ball was pushed up, and maybe it was done by De'Aaron, and two defenders came on him. One of them was Michael Porter Jr., and he recognized that because Michael Porter Jr. stayed with him. He did a little hezzy, went, took a first quick step baseline, and just finished it mm, at the rack. That was it, nice. It was just his recognition, understanding, okay, if Michael Porter Jr. stays on me, I know what he lacks defensively, and I'm going to take advantage of that. Just a smart, quick moment by him. The other thing he did was when he, was, he wants to stay in the game, he's playing a ton of minutes, second I have a back-to-back, he went for that hammer jam. Oh, my God. He wanted to kill somebody. He was trying to catch a body. He yes. got fouled on the play and ended up making both free throws. That was able that He was able to cut out to 112-106 at that moment. A couple of plays later, Sabonis matching up with Jokic. It worked out okay. Jokic gets the entry pass. Two defenders there. Pivots. Ball's knocked away by Sabonis. Sabonis with a steal. Kings push three on one. Sabonis going all the way. Looks off a defender. Lays it up and in. And it's a four-point game at 112-108. Defense leading to offense on a three-on-one break. And Sabonis took it all the way to the iron. Yeah. Midpoint, fourth quarter. That was sweet. Was that the first time it became uh, uh, within four, I believe, yeah. in that fourth quarter? Okay, and I remember feeling that going, this isn't real. Like, I just kept telling myself, like, okay, that's cute. That's great. I, I wasn't believing it. Just from what I saw from the night before, Nuggets know how to win. That ended up cutting it. And then, you know, then after that, Herter had the steal, and then Fox scored on that next play, cutting it to 112 to 110. Uh-huh. Yeah, it got pretty wild. Malik Monk was big, too. Now, a bad pass. It's deflected by Fox. Grabbed by Lyles. Leads it out to Monk. Runs to the rack. This game is tied for the first time tonight with a minute 46 to go. Defense leading to the breakaway opportunity. A season high, 32 for Malik Monk. And the Kings have tied it at 122. How about you hear that? Those two plays. What are you hearing? Oh, defensive plays coming uh -huh. up big. Coming up big. It, I mean, just big, intense moments. I remember again at that moment, I was still like, no, -uh, no way. Okay, don't move. Don't move. Stay in your lucky <laughs> position. And then they weren't done. I Fox with a huge jumper. Green back to Highland, kicks to the wing. Cantavius Caldwell Pope. It was partially deflected on a three-point shot. It's grabbed by Malik Monk. He gives it up to De'Aaron Fox, who's played extended minutes. Makes a move to the left. Comes back right, pulls up, 19-footer. He's got the bucket, and Sacramento has a two-point lead for the first time in the ballgame. 15 in the quarter for Fox. 31 on the night, but still a minute 10 to go. First lead of the game came out at the minute 10 mark. How about Davion coming up big with that deflection? Davion's defense down the stretch of this game on Bones Highland, beautiful. Incredible, needed, Mwah. amazing. I mean, it was a work of art. It's everything and more that you want to see uh, from Davion Mitchell and his role, and especially on someone like Highland who was just hitting everything yeah. right having a great game again it was someone that you had to worry about uh davion took away his vision at time just really disrupted his game which helped them on the offensive end but on that last uh play that g-man just called De'Aaron fox getting to his spot it just seemed like the game was easily 
coming to De'Aaron by the end of this one. Which is great because right. last night there was too much sloppiness from him down the stretch. And then late in the game, Sabonis with a huge play. This was kind of a wild sequence on oh. a Trey Lyles drive. Fox on the right angle, gives to Trey Lyles. He drives right side of the paint. He's got the layup opportunity, but the ball is too strong. And then he saves it, tips to Sabonis. Sabonis with the jam over the Joker. And the Kings go back on top. 52 seconds to go. 126-124. What an amazing play by Trey Lyles when he was flat on the floor after missing the layup opportunity. That was huge. We highlight Sabonis, but you, you wouldn't be able to talk about this game tonight without mentioning Davion Mitchell and without mentioning Trey Lyles, who ends up playing almost the entire fourth quarter for Sacramento. He had six rebounds and three dimes in that fourth quarter wow. for the Kings. On the night off the bench, Trey Lyles played 25 minutes. He had five points, nine rebounds, four assists, including three offensive rebounds for Sacramento. For the most part, I trusted Trey Lyles when he had the ball, when he was on the defensive end, being the big, strong body that they needed him to be, the presence uh, in the paint that they needed him to be. My one... My one second of frustration was that call that G-Man just had and he was going up for that layup. And I was like, that was forced. But the fact that it kind of bounced around, fumbled back into Sabonis's hands for him to put them back on top. It was those things. They, they just all were clicking and staying together even in those moments. At the end... Malik Monk, we mentioned it. He gets to the free throw line, misses one of two. So the Kings are up 127-126 with seven-tenths of a second left. So plenty of time. You know who they're going to at the end. Front court to our left. Back to us. Getting ready to put the ball in play is Bones Highland. He's handled the ball. Players break in various directions. Inbound to the Joker. Launches to beat the buzzer. It's no good. And the Sacramento Kings get the victory in dramatic comeback fashion. There is absolute elation at Golden One Center in one of the most satisfying victories, of course, this season for the Kings. Final is 127-126. What a ball game. What a comeback for Sacramento. The Kings end up shooting better than 50%. And we mentioned early tonight, when the Kings shoot better than 50%, they've now done it for a 15th time this season, and they are 14-1. and one. Denver had been oh so good in games decided by five points or less. They had a 9-3 and three record. But tonight, it is Sacramento's night. Yes, they end up shooting just under 53%. They were 14 of 31 from three, 19 of 25 from the line. And really quick, because that was G-Man's call. Um, I know we always say like, oh man, Kings fans, the city, we all deserve yeah. these wins so much. Deuce, you and I have called some bad basketball and it's not fun. G-Man has called so much bad basketball. He deserves <laughs> this season more than anyone in the world. And I'm just so happy that he's getting these calls in these big moments. And he's truly just making them special. Not only is he making them special, but these Kings players are just really doing something special out there, responding late in games with these clutch big moments. So, it's real. So the Kings are now 18 and 15 after this win. They went 127 to 126. I had a poll question for the YouTube chat. Oh, I know. I couldn't decide my answer. Who was the... Uh, 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 okay. Dog oh. of the game. 
Who is your dog of the game? The options, Sabonis, <laughs> Fox, Davion, or Monk? Wow. You only got four up there. Who is your dog of the game? There's so many good moments for each of them. I can't. I couldn't pick one. Okay, coward. Did you pick one? The answer is quite clear. It's the guy who people are like, is he going to be out six to eight weeks? Like, is he going to need surgery? What about the, the dog throw? of the game is Domas Sabonis for playing through this. Not only playing, going toe-to-toe with the two-time MVP. He was spectacular in this game tonight. It's no disrespect to anyone else. Oh, I know it's There can only be one dog in no, the game. I, it's our dog of the game. I think dogs, like, travel in packs, though. So, do they? Is that wolves? Whatever. Okay, Whatever. okay. Everyone's a dog of the game on the Kings. No, but I, I go Everybody. down the... Shut up. I go down the list, and I look at Sabonis. Yes, like everything he did tonight, playing through a broken thumb. De'Aaron Fox with his late game execution as a point guard, as a leader as well. Davion Mitchell, without his on-ball defense, what would that Nuggets offense look like? And then Malik Monk with the game-winning free throw practically. So it's just hard for me to pick one dog, okay? We're the poll question right now. The leader is... Domasa bonus, uh, 43% of people saying he's a dog, where 26% give cool. some love to Monk, 16% to Davion, and somehow Fox gets 14, because people in this town just won't love De'Aaron Fox until, I don't know, the Kings win a championship or something. Sleep. Sleep on it. Hey, the Fox critics are really, really loud anytime the Kings lose, uh -huh. or if he has some tough moments. Yeah. They don't show up the same way on a night like tonight. Now, Fox needs to do it consistently. But For I love sure. the response. And tonight, like he's like, yeah, keep me in the game. I want to play. And he had 15 points, fourth quarter comeback. That's how you get it done. I appreciate what De'Aaron Fox did tonight. Yeah, just... Um, I mean, I, I just... Clutch. It, clutch in the end. was absolutely clutch. Yeah. I, I know it was uh, worrisome when he had that offensive foul. I know I texted you a whole bunch of cuss words in that moment. I mean, and then I saw the replay. We're calling that. He backed in. Like, we don't see that play all and the that's, time. And that's the issue is, like, even the other night when they called the lane violation, Mark Davis called that on him the other night. And I'm like, yo, if we're going to make these calls in Sacramento, we got to make these calls with all the stars around the league. That's all I want. I just want fairness. I just want the game to be played fair. Yeah, so that one was frustrating. But look, way to bounce back even from that moment. Are you surprised by how well Sabonis played tonight? Like, it didn't seem like he even had an injury is my point. I, I guess no, because, hmm. I mean, when has he... How many hits a night does he take to the face? It's usually on average about 4.6, I think. So with that amount of getting beaten up on the floor night in and night out, it's what I just expect from him now. But at the same time, it doesn't make it any less impressive. If you're in the YouTube chat, the biggest thing you can do right now, we have a ton of people watching us, Hit the thumbs up button. Let's get that to like 400. All it does is help our channel grow. Also, make sure to subscribe to our channel so you know uh, when we have new content all the time. That just helps our channel grow so more NBA and Kings fans around the world can get our content. Uh, over a million views this year. Yeah. Like, I think it was like 1.2 million and counting. Dude, and that's I, awesome. That's huge. That's, that's huge that's growth. That's great growth. We just past 9,000 subs. That is... So let's keep it rolling is my point. You know what made me sad? I heard some uh, Real Housewives 
talking about their podcast and they're like, yeah, we've got millions and millions of listens and views like each month. And I'm like, okay, calm down. I'm not going to just talk about a whole bunch of drama to get millions and millions of views. More and more people are jumping on the King's bandwagon. They're loving the vibes. And I'm not just obviously in Sacramento, the King's community is here, but I'm talking national, baby. You're hearing people talk more and more about the Kings and it just, it makes me so freaking excited well ant d 2010s on board he just subscribed so zacko 93 and shout out to tina who super chatted us five bucks appreciate that we love it so much um so i asked you if you were surprised about sabonis you're like no not really um but obviously super impressed here's what impressed jordy fernandez who again filling in for mike brown as Mike Brown is still out in health and safety protocols, here's what he had to say about Sabonis. Yeah, I think it sets up the tone for, once again, like building uh, the identity that we're trying to build here. We're in the, in the right track. Uh, we're not there yet. Uh, but I think that the NBA is a long season, is a very physical season. A lot of players play with bumps and bruises. And a lot of times you have to play through a lot. When your teammates set up sets up like high standards like that, if one day you're having a bad day and you feel like something is hurting and you think about that, you'll be like, you know what? I'm with him. Like he did it. I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to sacrifice myself for the team. Uh, as I said before, our players' health goes first. But being tired and like the the bumps and bruises in this league is real. So elite players like like Domas uh, proved today like that's what they do. He showed up and I didn't even notice that his right hand was not you know a hundred percent. It's badass, man. He's like, it's oh, badass. this broken thumb. The Kings, please. Kings need a badass. They got a badass on the squad. Yeah. They, and that, what he just said is dead on. That sets the tone. It does. It gets guys. I mean, how are you not amped when your teammate yeah. is playing through something like that and is playing through it at that high quality of game, right? It's just, it's it's what you need on any sports team, Domas Bonus, he adds that to this squad, and this team rally, rallies behind him. Well, here's what De'Aaron Fox had to say about Sabonis' play. Yeah, I mean, he literally has a broken thumb. Like, you know, going out there and uh, playing through that type of pain against a guy who, one, even if you have everybody healthy, it's going to be hard and up to almost impossible to stop. But... Uh, he goes out there, he fights, he still rebounds, um, knowing that that hand's going to get caught in there um, and get hit and get banged in this game. Um, he still went out there, and it just shows his toughness. And, um, I mean, he wants to win. You know, he when we when he came here, it wasn't to, you know, for just for the future. He wanted to come here and, and start winning games now. And, you know, as we get older, try to continue winning. So um, that's – I think that's that's a plus for, for anybody that's a part of something like that. Yeah, you mentioned knowing, you know, Domas has a broken thumb going into the game. I mean, do you find yourself early in the game looking to see how he's reacting to, you know, rebounds, stuff like that? And and, how, and did you see it at all impact his game? Um, I don't think it really impacted his game. Um, but no, whenever we, whenever he told us that he was playing, it was that is what it is. Um, we're ready to go out there. We're ready to fight together. But obviously, in the back of our map, in the back of our mind, we know that it's going to hurt. But he doesn't. He doesn't show up. What 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 is he? 
What is he? So, Morgan, I would say this. That's probably the best news of the night. Like, obviously, the Kings winning is is big, right? They need to get Huge. a win, especially at home after losing to Charlotte and Adjusting. then getting blown out by Washington and yeah. what happened last night. But the fact that not only Sabonis is not missing extended time at this point, that he was able to play through it tonight, and I didn't see him. I was watching, and maybe I missed it. I didn't see him grimace. He was getting hit there. You know, it's a physical game. Your hand's going to get hit. Right. I didn't sense that it was an issue at all, which I think is huge for the Kings that, hey, this guy who has been playing like a top 15 player this year who is going to be an all-star is not going to miss time. It's huge for this team. Like that would have been a massive loss. And you saw it just in that one game without him. So also to kind of go back to on what we said last night was, okay, well, if he is going to miss an extended amount of time, then it will expose more of what they need to fix. And that is obviously um, their backup five, right? They need to be able to trust that person in that position. Who is that going to be? And we're not going to see that right now, but at the same time, I think everyone's aware. And not just from that one loss against the Nuggets last night, but I think because it's understood that even when you go to your bench against certain matchups and then you're having to play Nimi Keda because you're like, hey, I don't trust these other guys that were paying millions um, to go out there and be the right matchup for him. It's something that still needs to be dealt with. And hopefully that is something. I I hope they just don't go like, but this is good and you want to keep the team together and the chemistry is great. I totally get that. But if you have the right moves to make, and if it even means breaking up this team a little to make that position stronger, something you got to look at. I agree because like we've talked about many times, ideally you're not playing in this many minutes. And after missing that one game, Sabonis played almost, he played 20 minutes of the 24 minutes in the second half. Wow. He got he got a rest at the start of the, the fourth quarter where Holmes played. He ends up playing 38 minutes tonight. So, you know, ideally, Brown has said that he would like him maybe on the high end to play 34. They're not really in a position to do that right now um, based on what, what they're getting. And tonight, it was like, we got to get back in this game. So it was, you know, let's go balls to the wall and figure this out. Um, it was good to see Rashawn back out there. You know, I thought Rashawn had some nice moments tonight. He picked up a couple of fouls yeah. too, but his energy was there. So maybe this is going to allow Rashawn to try to get some momentum going. And if he needs to play some extended minutes, he'll be okay. You're not going to be going up against Jokic every night either, which obviously changes the dynamic. You know, Sabonis has the size a little bit to try to... <laughs> Deal with him, even though, like, Jokic tonight, I mean, 40 points. It, it, there wasn't much you could do with that guy. Yeah, it's, I, I yeah, What what is the answer, you know? And I know we saw that happen last night when doubles were being thrown at him. He saw before we even knew a double was being thrown at him, and he would make the right pass, and the ball was just moving, moving, moving. So, yeah, it's always a tough assignment when there is a matchup like that. But, um, hey, it was also fun to see guys like 
Casey Ocpala come in and make a little bit more of a defensive impact than we've seen in some of his fewer minutes in yeah. other games. He ends up playing uh, 17 minutes in that game. Uh, we should go over some of the lows from this game, and it was really the first half. And I, I love the response in the second half. Uh, first half, the biggest thing that jumped out to me was I just thought defensively the team was not engaged like they needed to be. You know, and, and I think Fox needed to be a lot better. Again, better in the fir- better in the second half. Give him that. But there was too much easy shit going oh on. Oh, my and God. How many times I saw Zeke Naji in the dunker spot get easy looks? It was bad. I mean, I think how he many- ends up tonight coming. Uh, he starts for them. Yeah. 14 points, 7 of 9, but it was the easiest 14 points maybe in the history of the NBA. 100%. I thought he was for sure going to score 40 tonight yeah. at one point because of the way that he was getting anywhere he wanted to be in the paint. It was like attention. There wasn't enough attention on him, and the help wasn't there enough or just understanding, like you said, in that dunker spot, you got to see man, see ball, and it wasn't happening for him. And then the way that Highland was getting... Into the paint. Highland and Smith. Like, what was, where was the pressure at, right? It was just a little jump shot here and a yep. little jump shot here and a layup here. And it wasn't like De'Aaron Fox speed where it's like, whoa, that is elite speed. Although Ishmith is up there, yes. I, but no, but I'm even. You're talking about Bones. I'm, yeah. I'm even talking about Bones Highland where it, there was times where I'm just like, what is it that is happening for you that you're getting there? And it's like, oh no, it's what isn't there. What isn't pushing you back? What isn't putting on some perimeter pressure? Jokic had 12 points, three assists, two rebounds in his first stint in the game. It was pretty outrageous. I thought the other thing that I didn't love in the first half, they let Porter get cooking again. Oh and my God, early. <laughs> they, there were times where Lyles is trying to deal with them. Uh-huh. Trey Lyles was really good for Sacramento tonight. He should not be guarding Michael Porter. Malik Monk should not be getting switched on to Michael Porter, right? The guy's got size. He could shoot over you. Just a beautiful shot, too. And the adjustment was made, but it was a little too late, in my opinion, when they finally put KZ in. KZ ends up coming into the game for the first time uh, early in the second quarter at the 11.09 mark. And... So you, you just get down big. And I just thought there were so many defensive breakdowns. And then KZ, just in some tough spots too, where he gets switched on to like KCP. And that's a tough matchup for him. You know, I think he's better against the wings than he is against some of the guards. Especially- it, it was tough because then KCP would just give him a little pump fake. And it was the closeout was absolutely Morgan, far too hard. And not just KZ. Fox did it. Yeah. The Kings closeouts... Yes. I've been so aggressive. I, I don't understand it. We're I know- talking about flybys yeah. just coming out so strong. And then it's like, all right, we're going to give up an easy drive. You get the paint touch and then it's spray out. The ball gets moving around. I mean, the Kings want to run their offense with paint touches and kickouts and ball movement. Denver's trying to kind of do the same thing too. So you have to be disciplined on closeouts. Like, Close out and contest. You don't need to close out you're and not, give a lane to the right, middle. Right, because most likely you're not going to block that shot, right? And most likely you're better off if you're chopping your feet up to the closeout and keeping your arms up because there, then you're disrupting the shot or you're disrupting their vision. Yeah. It just makes everything so much better so the help doesn't have to rotate over and make up for all your problems. So those were things that were kind of irritating me. 
yeah. in, in that first half. And then the other thing, you know, I, I was pointing to that second quarter. I mentioned this in the beginning. Second quarter, it just seemed like too many substitutions. Like, I, I mean, when you're every 90 seconds making a substitution, how are you supposed to get in any rhythm? And I know there's some desperation. You, you feel like the game's fragile. You're trying to see what will work. But you need to allow something to work. You can't let one breakdown and go, all right, this guy's in, this guy's out. It felt like I was watching hockey. It was like nonstop lineup, shift change, let's go. Who's next? In that quarter, you saw seven lineups, Morgan. Seven lineups. But I think the word that you used was exactly it. It was desperation, right? And it was like, oh, shit, we don't want to get down like this this early let's make the the tweaks that we need to make but it wasn't necessarily the right choice right but to the king's credit coaching staff's credit they let guys cook in the second half it was like let's keep Sabonis in there we he's he's responding well he could play minutes he's had some rest now for a couple of days let's let this guy play a lot of minutes tonight we need this win fox wants to play a lot of minutes tonight Let's let Fox play it. I like the fact that they had Fox and Mitchell out there at, at the end of the game because Mitchell brought it defensively. I mean, he was in the Bones. He was not allowing him to do anything late in the game, and Bones was really good in this game. He ends up finishing with 20 points and 11 assists for a guy who had been struggling. He gets to start tonight because Murray's out, Bruce Brown's out. You know, they had to shuffle some things. He was really good tonight, but late in the game, I thought they did a great job. In the fourth quarter, Highland ends up just with two points on one of two shooting. Yeah, no, adjustments were being made. Guys were responding to their mistakes that were going on in the first half. And sometimes that's the hardest thing to do, right, is to make the in-game adjustments. You expect the adjustments to be made after a loss. Quick turnaround, it's a back-to-back, but you're still going over things, being like, hey, this is where you need to be instead of this, or this is what you need to do on this, you know, 37% three-point shooter instead of this. Those adjustments can be made at the half. There were so many more made for this King squad. And you could just tell the, the, they, they wrote off the certain energy that was in the building. And that's why it's so important to protect your home court and just vibe off those type of wins. Dude, the energy in that building was so legit. And one other low, because we've gone over a lot of highs. Yeah. So one other low, at least in these last couple of games, too many guys crashing from the corner for easy jams. Like Christian Braun had that play late where he came crashing from the corner, gets the ball, oh, and just yeah, dumped yeah. it home, and you're coming up late. Where's the help? You got to be in position. You can't be giving people straight lines to the basket. Well, there was also a few too many times where they started missing them, but I think Michael Porter Jr. missed two in a row, but corner threes were were getting on. And it's like this team shoots uh, uh, fantastic from the corner. Well, one was garbage late because there was an illegal screen that they didn't call on Mitchell, and then Herter helps off the corner for Porter, who took and i think he hit that three Ugh, anyway. annoying. Ugh. so those are some of the lows but hey huge love to the second half huge love to monk for responding in a big way in fact malik monk talks about dropping 33 points in the win malik you had even called yourself out a little bit last night um what was kind of behind that and how much do you feel like your team really benefited from kind of having that swagger back yeah man uh i just take responsibility uh even if it's not my um, problem uh, or, or my mistake, uh, I just take full responsibility on everything like that, man, because um, it just made me lock in a little bit more phys- um, mentally. And I was playing bad, um, so I, I just let everybody know and uh, let everybody know I was going to shake back. Well, he definitely 
came back in a big way. Uh, what did you make of what Malik Monk was able to uh, do tonight? He added this controlled chaos, right? We we use that term a lot with him because there's moments where you're like, what the shit are you doing, man? He and has a lot of those, no, 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 yes! <laughs> yes. Plays. When he po- came down, transitioned, and popped yes. that three, I'm like, yes. Yes. no, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh. That was it. No, and, and it's those, mo- and like, when he's feeling it, you want him to keep going. You're like, yes, please. But then when he has too many of those off moments, that's when you go, yo, you need to regroup your mind and make sure that you are utilizing your team the right way because he is a fantastic playmaker. He's capable of doing so many different things on the floor. And I think tonight that's really what he showed out there, even through his, some of his mistakes. Uh, The Kings end up with 32 assists on the night, just 12 turnovers, which was awesome. And of course you're going to get assists when you make shots. The Kings Uh haven't been making shots at the same clip, especially from three point land up until tonight. I would say though, I felt like they were making the extra pass. The ball had some energy. Yes. Yes, it did. And they do at times let their missed shots dictate what they do defensively and they got some shots to go and then they got more locked in defensively they do need to trust defensively they need to be locked in a hundred percent because they can create so much more (laughs) for their offense when they can get out and go well when they started going back on that run in that fourth quarter and chipping away at the score, you could see the confidence flowing through them. And you're like, you need to have that without those big moments. And I know sometimes you need, obviously you need something, you need that energy to stem from something, but they've got to believe in themselves as a defensive squad, what they can do out there. I got to give some love to the chat. Give me a hell yeah. Why? Give me fired up. We got Cass who proposed to me on Twitter who subscribed on Twitch. I did say yes. Oh, proposed? Yeah, they asked oh. maybe we could get married underneath the beam. I I, I just oh. was feeling emotional in the moment. I did say yes. yes. I could probably back out. No, uh, no, no. Yeah. Also, thanks for the subscription. Taiwan Westwex. I probably butchered that, but you you, you're definitely uh, awesome for subscribing. Also, all the people watching us live on YouTube, make sure to hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. I love seeing so many people here. Just help us uh, grow this channel. Um, I got a message from Nick. Coach Nick is oh. here in the building, and he said he needs to be the first call tonight because he has to wake up at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, oh, it, Nick. Nick, is this true? Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together there's all these different papers there's all these different forms what do you do you listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast yeah because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business how about for some time off after an nba season even that sounds amazing so you know what you need to do listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app future you will thank you 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You have to wake up at 3.30 in the morning? I I have to work in the morning. I work at the Rivercats, so I have to be there at... 7:30 a.m. and I take the commuter to I take the commuter to at 5:41. So you, I think I have the four. I, I, why do you have to wake up so early? What the hell do you do in the morning? Well, I have to I have to be to work by some third by some thirty. So I, because I take the commuter to to get downtown. Okay, that makes sense. All right, it makes sense. All right, Nick, uh, what do you think of the game tonight? Hey. Why not light the beam? Why, Why not, not light, light the, the beam? beam? I love it, Nick. I love it. What? So and, did you? What? Utah lost. Lost. Utah lost tonight to the Warriors. Yes, they did. Did so, you? And Utah's Utah's coming here, so we're gonna have to say, Utah, you're next. Oh, you're calling out Utah. You're next, Utah. You're about to lose too. Oh, oh my God, Nick, was it loud in the building? Yes, it was, and. Malik Monk shot. He should have shot. He should have made both free throws, but he made one to win. Whoa. The game. Okay, I mean they they won the game, Nick. But I like it. You're a coach. You want your team to execute the fundamentals. You get a shot at the free throw line. You got to make it. Yes, and we we should have we should have won last night's game. But you know what? Either that boat payback payback on Denver. Oh, I thought he was gonna say something else. Oh, well, I'm payback glad. is on Denver and. I saw Deuce. I saw Deuce Mason. I was trying to get Deuce's name, but he was working. Yeah, oh. I know. I gave Nick the shh. Oh, you did. He was just yelling at too many people. He got an eyelash. Ow! Pinched half my skin. My bad. Uh, Nick, any other thoughts tonight? I do have to say, hey, why not light the beam? Why not light the beam? Yeah, yeah, for you know sure. What? We got to say, <laughs> and the next game is Utah on Friday, and we got to have to win that game on Friday. Why not win? Why not win, Nick? Why not win? All right. All right sleep, Why not go to bed? Sleep, sleep dreams. dreams, Nick. All right, I have my face right now, really quick. Oh, well, oh yeah, he okay. wants to show his face now. Okay. Okay. okay what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually wearing my Why Not shirt. Oh, <laughs> double the Nick. Double Nick. Why not, man? Why not wear the shirt? Why not okay. wear the shirt? Why not go to bed? Sleep dreams, Nick. Sleep dreams, Morgan and Deuce. Yeah. I love that he just appears last minute. Um, also, mm. great little story. I was uh, listening to Cowbell Talk, the Daily Sabonis uh, on Twitter, the Twitter spaces yeah. that they put on. It's my guy. Amazing, by the way. I always enjoy that community. And 
they asked me to do a fire the laser. So I did it. And then Nick comes on like two calls later and it's like, Morgan's in here. Get Morgan on. They're like, she already came on, Nick. And he's like, why not light the beam? He's just doing all of his same bits that he does with our hey, show. He knows he's, he plays the hits. He does. He plays the hits. He does. Hey, what's up, King Bobby? King. Light the beam. Light the beam, <laughs> man. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. Good evening. Uh, this afternoon here. Um, it's what afternoon there where where are you at i always forget philippines, philippines. Yes. That's right. shout out to the philippines did you watch the game yeah uh it started 11 a.m here hell oh, yeah wow. nothing like an 11 a.m start time what do you think of the win yeah. today damn really good really good they really fought back and i actually want to talk about two players if that's all right let's go um, let's go all right so first off like when we were like about to die, or we were really close, like around four minutes left in the clock. Did you just say then, we we're about to die? No, uh, we were about to tie. Uh, oh, tie. Sorry, I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought you had meant lose, but yeah. Go yeah, on. and there were just like around four minutes. I instantly knew it was about to be the Fox show, you know? He, he really took over, made his shots, and like when it's two minutes, okay, Fox is gonna be activated. And it's it, it's a really good uh, game for him. Um, how many points? Thirty-one points, thirteen assists. Really good. Um, he took over, and I don't know if people can still say he's not an all-star. That game was all-time performance for him, actually. Damn, you're fired up. About I love it. it. For me, Fox is he's going to be a borderline all-star if he could play at this level, which he's starting to string some games together. Besides the finish the last game, um, I. Obviously, you got a long way to go. I, I feel like he'll have a shot. There's also other guards that, yeah, and there's other guards that are unhealthy right now yeah, yeah. in in the Western Conference. So, yeah, no, agree with you on that one. All right, what's your what's your second point? Yeah, um, aside from Fox, by the way, do you think he's going to be an All Star? Like, obviously not for the votes, but like as a reserve. West is I think he's got a chance. I think he has a chance. It's borderline right now. Let's see what he has to do to finish. Yeah. I, I personally think he should be, but um, we'll see where the Kings are at. You know, uh, Sabonis will be, no doubt. Yeah. And then the other guy I want to talk to, uh, talk about is actually Davion. Like for me, he is the MVP of this game. Like when he came in in the fourth and Bones Highland was taking over, he actually changed the tempo and the momentum instantly shifted. Like it lowered Denver's momentum when he picked up uh, Bones Highland full court, and then they were slow. Um, they couldn't really get into their offensive rhythm. That's what kickstarted the late run in the fourth. So really, um, he is the defensive player of the game. But for me, he is also the player of the game today. Um, I really hate people that that say he is like a trade asset. I really, but for me, I really think Davion is really a good uh, player on the team that really contributes not just stats, but actually hustle. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, so I actually want to end on this note. Um, if Davion has a million fans, I am one of them. If Off Night has 10 fans, I am one of them. If Off Night only has one fan, that is me. If Off Night has no fans, that means I am no longer on Earth. And if the world <laughs> is against Off Night, I am against the world. 
That is amazing. That's that's poetry. That's beautiful, just, King Bobby. I love it, man. Wow. And, you roll with your guy. And actually, I have an off-night uh, postcard I got to send you. So make sure to DM us a, an address to send it to, okay? No, you actually sent me a shirt way before. And thank you, by the way, for that. Oh, yeah. So, no, I know no, I sent you that. But I'm going to send you a cool off-night <laughs> postcard. So make all sure. All right, man. Oh, I, my God. Thank you, man. Thank right. you. Pre- no. Appreciate your energy. Shout out, Philippines, man. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Light the beam. Light, Light the, the beam. beam. Love that guy's energy. Dude, um, yeah. Positive. I mean, I think Fox should be an all-star. It's it's so competitive in the West. You know, you do wonder, depending on where the Kings are at, too. Like, I mean, if they're the ninth seed, are they going to get two all-stars? I don't know. I'm just trying to go with the politics yeah. here. But he's going to have a legit shot. I think Sabonis is like automatic. Sabonis is going to be an all-star this year. He'll be a reserve. Um but Fox will have a chance, and you're right. There's going to be injury replacements. Steph is probably not going to be able to go, so that means Look at there's going to be a replacement. Booker's now out a month. Like he he's going to have a shot this year. I and know. I'm 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 excited for him. I am too. No, and that's why I think it's absolutely um, normal to talk about him being in the conversation. But it's still going to be difficult. Our guy NBA Young Cope says we need more Casey Akpala talk. Oh, he had some nice moments tonight. I thought he should have come in the game earlier. He brought some new, uh, some energy, some deflections. Um, there are some matchups out there that were challenging for him, but I thought he did a nice job trying to make guys work. I mean, truly KZ and Davion and what they had to add defensively made a true impact on the outcome of this game. I think sometimes they add the energy, but it was this game. It was like, oh no, they added to that W in it coming out that direction. He took that corner three, I believe, in the third quarter. Yes. I said, damn. Uh, confident. He shot that with okay. confidence. He knocked it in, man. Shout out to him. Uh, let's go to, we've got some people on Twitter spaces as well. Let's go first to Alex. What is up, Alex? What's going on, my man? Welcome into Night Chat with Deuce and Mo. How's it going? We are great, man. What's up? Man, I, I'm i so hyped up from that game. Like, uh, I I record games sometimes because I'm busy. And I came home from the gym, recorded it, and watched it all the way through. And I, I'm like on the edge of my seat, just emotions going up and down. And then like the final, man, the Kings probably turned it on like the five-minute mark uh when there was five minutes left to go in the game, I, I noticed the, uh, that switch, that clutch switch. And it was just so fun to watch. So with you, I like, I feel your energy and I was that same damn way where I was just like, Okay, each moment, each possession that they yeah. kept chipping away, it was like, is this real? Is this real? And then when I started to believe, like my stomach was dropping. I was so excited. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, and uh, uh, this guy's starting to become a, a huge uh, favorite of mine. Uh, he's also one of my best friend's favorite players right now is uh, Malik Monk. Like that guy tonight i think he he broke out of this slump i want to say well i I hope you're right alex thanks for checking in man appreciate it i I love how fired up alex is after a win um yeah you the kings look during an nba season especially with the team the kings are at and i've been very active in our discord which again 
may need a break from Discord. You but, might need one. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I feel we get, look, I love everybody there, but God, the emotions get so hot sometimes about things or after one loss or something <sighs> that I, I, I wear a little too much. So I, yeah. I, I may need to ease back, Mental. but I like talking to people. Um, but like this Kings team. Yeah. They're probably a 500 team this year, right? Like they, they probably have a shot at 500 it, right around there. Okay. My whole point, and I keep saying this. Throughout the year, even during the good times, the bad right. times. If you're like a 500 team, that means you lose half your games. Right. Right now, the Kings, they're going through some stuff. They're going through, oh, Kevin Herter's not knocking down shots the same way. Right? Keegan dealing with that thumb issue, which, breaking news, is wrapped identically the same way. Identical? Did I say that weird? Identical? It, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wrapped the same exact way. That's a bonus his hand is wrapped. Mm -hmm. I think it's a similar injury. Sure. So Keegan, you know, he's been up and down. Monk's been on a funk. Fox had the injury, came back, had that rough end at last game, but comes back in a big way. He's starting to string it together. So bonus has been red hot. Your head coach is sick. You're, you've had some ups <laughs> and downs now, right? Yeah. You had a couple of stinkers on that road trip, but then you finished at three and three. You had a couple of stinkers here at home. But now, you, if you beat Utah coming up on Friday, all right. <sighs> Maybe you don't win the games that you thought you could have won, but you beat Denver, you beat Utah, you beat the Lakers. Okay, it wasn't perfect. That happens yeah, everywhere in the exactly. league. Exactly. That's the whole point. Go around the league right now. It's Thank not just you. looking at Sacramento, and I get Kings fans go, we have PTSD. It's been 16 years. Totally get it. Stop. I need you to stop looking at this team and comparing it to a team in 2010 it's or a 2015 different. or 26. It's a different coaching staff. If it, I know it's really hard to say this, but if you try to erase everything that's happened before this year and just looked at this team this year, this coaching staff, this group of players, I think most people would go, it's a good team. Yeah. It's a fun team. But because of everything that's happened, you get triggered easily and you start going, oh, it's falling apart. It's a joke here. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. Oh, this guy's it's this guy's a fraud. Trade Fox. It's year six. It's like, guys, just freaking relax. Fox is playing some of the best basketball he's ever played. Is it perfect? No. Is he a number one? I don't think he is, but guess what? They've got a number one in Demonis Sabonis, right. who's been awesome this and year. I can understand it to a point of of being uh, triggered and traumatized by so many little things when things do go in the opposite direction. But at the same time, be realistic with yourself, yeah. right? And if it, those moments do happen, don't just stay in your king's bubble and make sure to like expand uh, and look at what other teams, what really good teams do in this league. And they play like dog shit sometimes against Orlando or Houston. It happens everywhere. All and I it, heard, too, is that the Wizards were a bad team when the Kings lost to them. And since have the Wizards lost a game since then? <laughs> no, you know, they beat the, Bradley oh, Beal God. sat tonight. Yeah, they beat Sacramento, Philly, and Phoenix. They beat Phoenix again. Right. They've won four or five. Like Bradley Beal was out tonight. You know, like the, my whole point is like you were just saying, teams are going to have weird games. Even last night, I know like Luca's night was incredible. We talked about 60, 20 and 10, Whew. but against Jalen Brunson didn't play and Thank RJ you. Barrett left the game in the first quarter. It took like a crazy, you, 
during the NBA season, you got to grind some things out, right? You have to find ways to win. You're going to lose some games that you probably shouldn't win games. You probably shouldn't. Kings were up 20 last night and they lost the game tonight. They were down what 19 or 20 points. They won the game. It's the NBA. It's about how you respond. Can you keep fighting? The Kings are in the mix right now. They're the sixth spot in the West. Enjoy it. And there's so many more. And I know people won't like hearing this, but there are so many more, um, improvements in these losses than there have been in years past. Like not obviously last night or against the wizards or against the Charlotte Hornets, but we've seen them against the Boston Celtics against the Milwaukee bucks. You know, you're seeing some of these losses where you're like, wow, the, the, the competitive nature out there with this team, it's different and believe it's different. It's not just a fluky game. They're pretty consistent throughout this season with their style of play and what they bring in night in night out. And hopefully, you know, tonight's a good lesson for them. Look at what they did in the first half. Yes. Compared to the second half, clean yes. those things up. It doesn't mean I'm not telling anyone tonight to be like, see, I told you they're fine. It's like, no, there's still flaws. We still talk about the backup big. We still see the defensive issues where I feel like recently they have taken step back, step a step back defensively. Yeah. Okay, they got to get back on track. Monty, Wes, they got to find ways to improve the roster and get this better. But I think you just have to understand that there's going to be ups and downs and they're going to have losing streaks this year. I, I'm it's sure, how are they going to respond from them? I'm sure Mike Brown was happy that they got the W. I'm sure he celebrated that W. But I'm positive that he looked at the first half of that game and took plenty of notes to pass along on what the hell needs to improve. If he was getting better... During that first half, he probably got sick again. Yes. Mike Brown's just puking all over his living room. Yes. All the another, above. Another straight line drive. <laughs> so gross. So gross. But facts. What's up, Nate? Welcome in to Night Chat with Deuce and Mo. Hey, what's going on? Thank you guys so, so much for taking my call again. Absolutely, man. Well, I'm uh, I'm rocking a little, you know, a little bit of a cold, so we got the nasally voice going on here. But yeah, I can uh, tell, I can tell. <laughs> everyone's sick recently, so I'm gonna put out there, but not on me. But hey, uh, I just think I love calling it to you guys. I've called it a couple times. Last time was after a tough loss a couple of games ago, but just had a couple things I want to touch on. I know I have a uh, I have an ability to ramble on too long. I haven't noticed that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Don't Good listen. That's you know, that's why I love my boy Deuce. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> first thing I wanted to say was shout out to all the Twitter space of scumbags because that's what I am. So if Deuce is getting mad at me for taking too long, I'm a Twitter space of scumbag, dude. So get ready for it, baby. <laughs> love it. So you're a scumbag. That's one. Uh, Steve in the okay, chat says this guy ran. Wait, I know God. you're like you're doing the same thing again. I'm like, no, let me try to be real quick here. No, no, you're fine. Uh, I was, I was, I was just gonna read a comment in the chat. Stephen says this guy rambles like Deuce. <laughs> oh my God! Literally, I'm Deuce Junior with the Ramblers. Um, I'm sure callers right now are like, why did you take this guy's call? Well, we'll see if your knowledge can match mine. Go ahead. So I'm gonna see if I can be really quick here at the end to not piss too many people off. My first thing that I wanted to say, which a couple callers uh, said it earlier, was about Davion Mitchell. 
Uh, a lot of what he does is going to be unnoticed in the, the box score. And we're going to talk about Fox as we should, Sabonis' toughness as we should, Malik Monk as we should. Davion Mitchell's on-ball defense is so important, and I don't think we win this game and a lot of other games without him. So I'm just, God, what what an amazing weapon it is to have Davion Mitchell uh, to come in and do that. And my last thing that I just want to say is uh, you talked about it earlier, Deuce, is a lot of people give Darren Fox a hard time about whatever he did to do in previous years. Like, whatever, dude. He, he had a lack of talent on his teams before. Now we're seeing the De'Aaron Fox, who he's meant to be, and he's emerging into an all-star. De'Aaron Fox was amazing at crunch time. If if you don't think so, then you didn't watch the game tonight because he scored literally everything in crunch time. Middies, he got his teammates involved. I mean, it was absolutely incredible. So... I just want to give love to the two guards today, Davion Mitchell and Fox, and uh, and also Deuce and Mo for giving us this beautiful podcast to uh, to get our thoughts out on. I appreciate it, man. Let's give him it up. I mean, I think he kept it under three minutes. Let's give it up to Nate. Yes, Nate. (laughs) Appreciate you. Appreciate Nate for uh, checking in on uh, Night Chat. I loved it. And I I totally agree with the way he was talking about Davion Mitchell and the importance of his impact. And I think there are times when we see his flaws as well, being an undersized guy in some matchups yeah, there's and it's gonna be some tough matchups for him. right and and we understand that but then in these moments like this where he can make that impact defensively um to really screw with the team's mm. offense is fantastic i think too that's another example we i kept talking about last night about hey maybe give fox some extended run to like play him for longer stretches i think davion could benefit from that too just playing some longer stretches like all right play fox a big chunk and then like get davion some chances to run the offense i mean the biggest thing to me with davion is like he's got a be able to knock down the open shots. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's something that if he can do that, that could change things. I mean, you look at a team like Denver tonight, Bones Highland, who has been struggling too, but tonight gets a chance to start. That was really good tonight. He was really good. You know, he, Ish Smith got some minutes tonight. He helped them tonight. Yeah. there. And I mean, obviously Denver has established this culture and has seen some postseason run like they they have experienced yeah. some high level winning basketball so obviously that's going to be um around in their squad even when guys are out uh dfw in the chat says when was the last time the kings had three 30 point scores it has never happened in the sacramento era first time tonight really cool pretty amazing yeah just some it wasn't even even scoring around the board it was more just like hey these guys were the ones that you could go to to get a bucket let's go next to west up 916 on discord what's up west up 916 dude mo what's going on it's my first time um Calling in. Thanks for having my call. Oh, my let's, bad. I let's, was listening to the thing in the background. Let's give it up to a first-time caller. Oh, Appreciate, it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. There we go. We, we were getting you a, a, a loud cheer. But what's on your mind? Uh, nothing much, man. Just calling in. Um, touching, piggybacking on a couple things uh, people said before, especially with the Davion Mitchell point. Um, I feel like Davion Mitchell, like kind of like um, – like he's like our our default defensive player of the game every game. 
Like I feel like he, I feel like he's such a, a key defensive player that he doesn't even that he kind of like he's kind of like written off. Like we already know he's going to be the best defender, so let's give the change to everybody else. So it's kind of surprising that he even took this one and get it because it's like every game, if it's not KZ, maybe it's Davion doing everything that we need him to do, which is crazy to me. Yeah, I mean he's. I think we've come to accept he's been such a good on-ball defender here that you're right. I think at times we do take that for granted. Um, but it was hard not to give it to him tonight. I mean, the fourth quarter, Bones Highland had been destroying. And Bones Highland got him a few times tonight. But that's, that's the NBA, dude. We're talking about talented players. Like, it's hard to shut down gifted offensive mm. players. I think that's the other thing in this league. You see great defensive players get scored on because the league's talent is outrageous. I mean, yeah. Tatum's getting buckets on great defenders, right? You, you get Giannis is getting dunked on by Tatum, right? Exactly, it's going to exactly. happen. Bones Highland is a pretty gifted offensive guy. He plays with some swagger. He's fast. He can get inside the paint. He can step back and hit a three Bigger when he's confident. Yeah, so for him to, to come up big down the stretch, was big. it was, it was huge. My, my, my big question with Davion is he's, he's a really – um, he's young, but he's old to be in his second year in his yeah. in the league. He's 24 years old. So, um, do you feel like like him not being necessarily of a, a, a offensive threat, even though he can be? He's not like he's he's definitely not like a number one point guard. So, do you think that's going to hinder him from uh, hinder hinder us as the Kings from re-signing him maybe in the future? Or yeah, I, <laughs> I'm interested long term in what. Right. what Davion's future is in Sacramento because I mean I, I like him I, I I love his game I think it, I think they need to find different ways to utilize him I think there's also been you know times this season where he's in the game for his stretch which to me is never long enough the way they're doing the rotations and you know Malik Monk's handling the ball yeah and it's right. like, you got to right. give him the reps to run the team you saw last year at the end of the season I know end of season numbers especially on bad teams are like can be garbage but the guy had some really nice moments last year at the end of the year running running a team so um I, I still think he's a guy that has something more to give offensively and I, I still think there's there's potential for him to do it and I was just looking up just to make sure I had some of his numbers right but Tyus Jones and just what he's done as like a backup point guard best, obviously that's back up in the game yeah and coming yeah. in oh, no no more coming into the league for what he was capable of doing on the offensive end and shooting and everything. But I think he's really created this role for himself as this like six foot sneaky, uh, second unit backup kind of point guard And with Davion, you know, they're, well, let's see, Tyce Jones is 26 years old and you really have, oh, wow. seen, yeah. And you've seen him flourish even more over the last couple of years. So when you look at Davion Mitchell being 24 years old and his development, he still, in my opinion, still has time to keep showing improvement in that side of his game each season. Uh, on the yeah. season, by the way, he's shooting, his percentage is higher this year at just under 45%. Uh, that was before tonight's game, I believe. Uh, he's shooting just 30% from three. And okay. that, I think that's the thing Gotta that could change those. everything. If he can start knocking that down from a yeah. consistent basis, you don't need Davy on the score 15, 20 a night. Exactly. But it, if exactly. he can knock down an open shot, he can get to the basket at times too. Like, get that going, plus what he brings defensively. I don't know. 
he could be a huge lift in the second half of the season. You think about the second half when, like, hey, Fox has been playing heavy minutes. You know, you may need to lean on your bench a little yeah. bit here. You may need to lean on that second unit to give you something if your your starters don't have it on a random night in February. So, um, I, I think he's going to be fine. And the the guy just stays engaged. He's ready to go. He puts in the work. Ah, uh, nice, nice. We shoot. Like- Last but not least, that's my last point. This is just a general statement to us as Kings fans. Do not panic. I know we all panicked when Zabonis went down yesterday. This is the beginning of something new. We're used to being losers. We're, we have a nucleus right now where we're going to be begin to be used to being be winners. We're going to be a good team for four, five, six years to come. So don't panic as, as Kings fans. This is just the beginning. We're going to be get, get better. We're going to go deeper into the playoffs, and it's going to be great. So just enjoy the ride, Kings fans. Like the bean. Hell Appreciate yeah. Matt Barnes for the bean stick. Thank you. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Hey, I got that bean stick. Hey, yeah. hey. Uh, let's say Deucemo got the bean stick, too. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Thank you. All right, man. That's sweet. Good good debut for West Up. Yeah. Six. I um, agree. Yeah. I mean, it's... Some of the rea- I mean, after so- the first Sabonis news came out, people are like, well, should they just like tank for Victor? Should they? I'm like, guys, we don't even know the injury yet. Like, what if he could play through it? You just don't know. Doom and gloom. Well, it's, it's like, let's not be so reactionary. Let's see it play out. You know, some people want to go crazy after hey, first half. This team sucks. It's over. Well, there's 48 minutes in a game. You know, like comebacks happen all the time in the NBA nowadays. I mean, I think we witnessed one tonight, right? The Nets come back and get a win and oh, yeah. they've won 10 in a row now. So, you know, shit happens. And with some teams like this for the Kings, like they've shown that they can be resilient. So believe them. Trust what you see. Uh, is this Jace? Is it Jace or JC? I forget. It's Jace. What's, What's up, up, Jace? Hi. Oh yeah. Okay. This is I forgot. This is the this is the time where the thirteen year olds call in. We Hell got yeah. Jay's Jamie's friend, right? Yeah. Did right. you watch the game, Jace? Yeah. What did you what you what'd you like about it? Um the end was really intense. It was pretty cool. I like that end. Oh, uh, this is Jace's friend. I think that Malik Malik um sorry. No, no, no you, you, go ahead. You, yeah. you interrupted him while he's talking. You might as well finish your sentence. <laughs> finish. <laughs> What's his name? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you're fine. <laughs> what is... <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> a- any other thoughts before we go? Um, no, not really. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for checking in. Let's, uh, now, Jamie, Jamie, can you like, Jamie, you got to coach up your friends a little bit. All right. When their their names are called, it's time to get, you're checking into the game. We got to be able to run a play here. I'm 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 giving them the ball. They're fumbling it. It's going out of bounds. I, I was telling them what to say. And he just fumbled the bag. Okay. <laughs> oh god. Right, well, give me your quick thoughts on the game because I need to hear Jordy Fernandez's post game. Oh yeah. Well, um, I saw on I saw that Davion got the defensive player of the game. So. He, and he had some really good defensive stops for us, which was really good. Um, Monk with those free throws at the end. Uh, even though he didn't hit down the first one, it's still okay because we got the W. Um, Sabonis playing through his thumb. Uh, I think that's really good for us uh, because obviously we saw it happen last night. And I think it, it, it was really good to have Sabonis back today. 
It was huge. Jamie. See, there we yeah. go, Jamie. That, that, Coach you up your it. friends. And tell your friends to start Let's watching go. hoops and get it together, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll tell them on Fortnite after. All right, thanks. All right, Jamie. Thanks for your insight, dude. <laughs> thanks, Jamie. All right. Such a 13-year-old thing to say. I'll, I'll tell them on Fortnite after. <sighs> no cap, up, no cap. Dude. It cracks me up. Uh, I was trying to figure out what point I was going to make. Oh, I, I can be honest. Late in the show, as we approach the midnight hour, I'm giving some love to Kings fans tonight for giving some love to Davion. The Davion appreciation tonight. Love it. Been, I thought Sabonis would get the most love. Dude. Oh, my. Wait, is in, in our poll, what's going on? Uh, right now, who was the dog at the game? Sabonis still leading 45%. Monk okay. at 24. Davion 16. Fox at 15. But, uh, no, I just think there's a lot of people being vocal when it comes yeah. to uh, Davion Mitchell and how he played tonight. Um, do you want to hear Jordy Fernandez talking sure. to the team after the game, getting his first win? We said one percent of that, right? Yeah. I thought it was at least five, but we got room for, to improve. We got to do it from the beginning, all right? But great job, Malik, unbelievable off the bench. Trey, great winning play right there on the yes. rebound. Great minutes by everybody. KZ. We've been asking for somebody to pick up and be physical. Defensive play out again. Beast. His, he speaks my language, by the way. Just get one percent better, man. Drop a little f bomb here and there. Yeah, I miss, I miss when the Kings are actually putting the f bombs in there. I agree. Let it fly. It's my language. It's just a language. All these kids are hearing it anyway. Who, yeah. who's, who's getting offended by that? Thank you. That's why, like, if we drop it once more in a while. This is where Morgan, like, she hears this. She goes, "Is do saying?" I could just go, <laughs> "Let's go, mother." That's what you want. Itching you just... for my f bombs. <laughs> Um, no, it, it, cool. I, and I love the shout outs after it's, it's a cool to see inside the locker room after a win. Just to so see, you know cool. what'd be cool sometimes. What? Post the ones after the loss. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I know they can't do that. Yeah. Outside, but, uh, seriously, it, it's just cool to see that. And like, Hey, a shout out KZ. KZ came in probably a little too late in my estimation, but he came in and made life a little more difficult. Those deflections that we talked about earlier, like. It was it was nice. Jordy's second win. Why yeah, did, well, oh, I, the first time from start, like ejection. the ejection in Toronto, okay. and then last game he lost, and then today. Yeah, from the start. I just remember the water being poured on him, and that's why I'm like, well, technically, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, right. it's just that's the other thing too with the team. Like, we're, we're there. I, I saw a couple people mention Terrence Davis, and I was even thinking about him at the half. Going, man, I think you might need to go to TD here, like. Get some juice in there. You know, he can get deflections. He can get hot. Terrence Davis and Chemeze Metu were in the rotation at one point, playing minutes. Right. They're not playing right now. Alex Len started the game last night. He didn't play tonight. Yeah. You know, Namias Kata 
has had minutes recently. He didn't play tonight. And that's, you know, part of this is the Kings are still searching for the back-end rotation. Like, what do they need? Maybe depending on matchups, the game, you know, the the actual inside the game dictates things based on what's the score, what do we need. But what I do like so far about this team is these guys are staying ready and engaged. That, and it doesn't feel like dysfunctional like we've seen in years past with Kings rosters and Kings rotations, right? It seems like there's for the most part, usually uh, a rhyme and reason behind some of the rotations, some of the guys that are playing and not playing. And that's why with Chemezi Metu and Terrence Davis, I'm sure they understand and know, be ready. You you, you could show one thing in practice. A guy could be unhealthy or um, your moment could just come up in a matchup and boom, you're playing again. Rashawn's playing again. Yeah. See if that keeps rolling on. I, I do want to see Terrence again. I do. I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. And I think you, but I think we will. Like, I don't, this isn't like, oh, this is going to be the rotation going into the, to finish off this season. No way. It's, you're going to see it. Nice win. Dude. Nice win. That just feels a, good. A great. I great. was about to come in here really upset if they, if, if it was going like it was in the first half. Well, that would have been annoying. I was just being honest. I was just really frustrated. I, I was just, they're so much better than how they're playing. Like, what is happening here? Yeah, I just needed, I just needed some good, 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 good energy. Dude, uh, side note around the NBA tonight, Magic Pistons. I did not think we'd be even mentioning that game, but the drama that happened with Mo Wagner and the Pistons. And Killian Hayes, mostly. So, kind of gives Killian... A little push that Killian, can we be honest, sold it a little bit or no? Uh, th- their momentum was flying forward. It was dangerous. Okay, dangerous, but he was okay. Spilled into the bench area. He was completely fine. He was fine. completely okay. Okay, then Diallo comes from behind and hits Wagner from behind. Okay, yeah. Kind of pushed him. And when you watch that replay in that moment, he's already messed up. Did you? I don't know how closely well, you watched it. Did you see Killian Hayes get him in the back of the neck? Morgan, I, I'm I'm getting there. Oh. But my point is, if you watch the replay, I it's see. it's kind of gross because the whiplash of Wagner, he's already done. I and then Hayes came in and got him in the back of the head. I thought that was Hay- yeah Hayes got him in the back of the head. I'm gonna have to play this for Morgan. Yeah, and because I'll, I'll I thought I, I want you to watch it closely because I it was it was pretty bad. I'm with you, and I watched it like seven times. You didn't watch it right then. You didn't watch it right. Okay, I, I'm 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 a hundred percent telling you right. I believe now. you. Okay, let me see. Oh yeah, right there. So, so look, he's so, already oh, out. He's already you're out. Right. See, and I didn't that initial push. I just thought he just got a little. Yeah, go back a little for them. Dude, it's really bad. Okay, let's see this. Let's see if they show the replay. Oh man. Yeah, just, okay. Start it from right here. There. Okay, so this push coming right here. The whiplash? Boom, he's out. He's already limp. His, his he's limp. Knees, yeah, and see, that that push there when he fell into the Pistons guy's arm on the bench, I just thought, like, for some reason, he was just, like, um, slowing down in this moment. Let's see. Okay, that was pretty bad. Yeah, it but, was bad. He, he okay, was okay. So he see, was I okay. thought he was slowing Look. down. Nope, you're right. Dude. That was a weird... That wasn't even that bad of a push in the back, but it just it got him. Dude, it got him limp. Scary moment. Yeah. Scary moment. You hate seeing that, dude. So, no. <sighs> and no matter what, it's like 
Yeah, a- even though he started the whole thing, you just don't want to see that happen also, with Killian, anyone. Like, he got pushed. You're going for the back of his head like that? Like, and I'm not trying to act like Wagner some innocent He's party. He's not. Here. Like, that was a messed up play. Yeah. But, man, that's that's ugly. And and you hope, because you, it reminds you of the Jokic play last year with Morris, remember? Was it oh, last year, God. early in the year, when Jokic retaliated and knocked Morris? And, and then Morris boom, was out for a, the, pretty much the whole year. A long time. A long time. Yeah, that stuff, uh, that's why, like, people that always get in... Um, like road rage or fights in public or anything. It's like you could accidentally kill someone with just the wrong motion. The wrong thing happens. And even with this, it's like, I'm not acting like Mo Wagner is going to die, but Dude, what that, if that's like I mean, concussion protocol out for weeks and weeks? And, and I weeks. also understand that it happens so fast. It's not like Hayes was like, Oh, he's already out. I'm going to get one more shot in there. It's, it's not like that, but it wasn't Mo, pretty. And Mo Wagner could have absolutely done worse damage to Hayes by pushing him in transition too. You know, it's all around just stupid and bad. Man, we'll see what the fall it is with all that. Well, Kings win tonight, one eighteen to one fifteen. We appreciate everyone hanging out with us. The biggest thing you Wait, could do was that the score? The, uh, well, I don't know why I said one eighteen, one fifteen. Okay, that, thank God. I can I? Can you. I? You, can I? Yeah. Can I explain it? Can yeah. I explain yeah. it? Yeah. Why? How, why did you? Because the Kings are eighteen and fifteen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, I don't think that was. No, the it wasn't the score. It's 127, 126. But in my head, I said 118, 115. It's time to go to bed. Uh oh. Sonam says that was a dirty play by Wagner. It's a dirty play by everybody around, right? Like, yes, I, I get it. But it was a pretty scary moment when you see Wagner like limp and then get hit in the back of the head. Anyway, all um, around scary. Say, so, say the correct score. The Kings won tonight, 127 to 126. Next up, Morgan, the Utah Jazz. Utah lost to the Warriors tonight, 112 to 107. In the fourth quarter, Utah scored 13 points. Ooh. That was after a 35-point third quarter. Let me remind you, too, there's no Steph Curry in this game. Klay Thompson did not play either. Jordan Poole had 26 Ty Jerome was 17 off the bench along with seven rebounds for Golden State. Uh, they get the big win, 112 to 107. Markinen had 29 and 16. Dude, that guy's been awesome this year. Yeah, all-star caliber player. This is a tough team. This is. You, you look at their squad and you just see the way that they've been battling this season. I, you cannot take this game lightly. I don't think the Kings will. No, and it's another team that, you know, they're similar to the Kings where they're kind of in a funk right now. They're not winning like they were earlier in the season. Um, they're a much different team now that Conley's back, but Conley was just two of 11 tonight. Um, so I, I'm interested to see them up close. They, they play hard. They play the right way. They're going to be annoying. And they shot 40% tonight. Hmm. My goodness. So got to have that locked in defense. Let's bring the energy. Let's see what it looks like. We're going to be back live again on Friday. We love you guys so 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 much, but we got to go. You're all badass for joining us. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your night. See ya. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.